0: The Road of Shadows Created by Mark R. Healy A Beyond the Dark production Season 1 Episode 4 The Hidden
1: World
2: Early morning and Colton sleeps. With the sun still an hour or two away, darkness clings to the hollows and the mountain slopes like a blanket. Streetlights glimmer, cold and lonely, serene. I should be sleeping, but at a time like this my body won't allow it. One of them is here, in this valley. I can feel it. Somewhere out there in the gloom, it's watching, waiting. I need to leave today, maybe tomorrow. No longer than that. I need to make my move before it does. Just the way it's always been.
0: Well, look who it is. I'm going to have to get you a library card if you keep turning up here like this.
2: Oh, hey. I didn't wake you leaving the motel, did I?
0: Yeah, not at all. I didn't hear a thing. You must have disappeared early.
2: Early enough.
0: I thought you said you were going to sleep in since you didn't have to work today?
2: I did, kinda.
0: You just couldn't wait to get back to writing your book, huh? You got me. Super motivated on this thing, aren't you?
2: Yeah, it's all I think about most of the time.
0: That's a lot of notes you've got there. Can I see what you're writing?
2: It's just nonsense, mostly.
0: You're doing sketches, too. Huh. What is that? Nothing. Looks awfully familiar.
2: No, Amber, I...
0: Oh, that's the local police station. Wait a second. Is that where you went this morning? Did Barnes come and see you again?
2: It's not like that. I... Okay, I went there this morning. You happy now?
0: To do what?
2: To observe, that's all.
0: Uh, what the hell does that mean?
2: Sit down for a minute.
0: Daniel, you can't screw with these guys. You heard Barnes last night. He's a hard ass. Don't give him an excuse to haul you in there.
2: I didn't go there to screw with Barnes. I just wanted to know what I'm up against.
0: If Barnes sees you hanging around outside the front door of the station for no reason, he's going to assume the worst.
2: I was hidden across the street. Behind some bushes.
0: (laughs) This isn't a game.
2: I know that! (sighs) Sorry, I didn't mean to take it out on you.
0: Daniel, you have to be smarter than this. That whole thing last night? That was Barnes rattling your cage and mine. He wants us to do something stupid so he can nail us.
2: I took precautions. I was careful.
0: Okay, and what did you get out of this whole thing? A goddamn sketch?
2: I wanted to get a look at the layout of the place. See how many deputies there were, what their routines were, how they came and went. What's that going to achieve? Like I said, I want to know what I'm up against. I've had some bad experiences with these small town cops in the past.
0: So this is like a pattern for you.
2: Do you think I deserve a shred of the heat I've gotten in this town since I rode in here? (sighs) No. That's how it is for guys like me in towns like this. Barnes and those others, they don't need a reason to kick me to the curb. They just do it because I'm an easy target.
0: Hey, you're preaching to the converted here. Barnes has been all over me for weeks, as you probably noticed from the conversation last night.
2: Yeah, he really doesn't like you. (laughs) You think?
0: The way him and his deputies keep screwing with me, knocking on my door, then running off to hide. They're trying to scare me. But they have no idea who they're dealing with.
2: You think that was Barnes messing around at the motel yesterday? Who else? Could be anyone.
0: Nah. These cops, they like finding easy targets, just like you said. I think they probably get some perverse sort of entertainment out of it, too.
2: Yeah, I guess.
0: Is that why you didn't report Dillinger when he smashed up your motorcycle?
2: Pretty much. The less I talk to the cops, the better. Okay. But
0: why sketch the station?
2: It's just... What I do. I draw maps, diagrams, take notes on things. I document stuff so that I can remember it all later. Why
0: do you need to remember it?
2: There's like... a puzzle I'm trying to solve, but none of the pieces seem to fit. So I just keep collecting more pieces in the hope that one day it'll all make sense. You
0: say the weirdest thing sometimes.
2: I know. Sorry.
0: (sighs) I'd like to help. If I can.
2: I don't think anyone can help me.
0: Well, are you going to show me anything you've written? All this lore about your night devils? Shadows. Huh?
2: I've always called them shadows. In my story, that is.
0: Sounds mysterious. Yeah. So, tell me.
2: Well, some of this stuff I've put together on my own over the years. Other parts are from the book El Mundo Oculto.
0: Which we translated to... What was it? Uh, the... The the Hidden World. Hidden World?
2: Right. So the Hidden World talks about the Shadows being ancient. They've been amongst humans for centuries, maybe longer. Since the beginning, possibly. That's something I hadn't considered.
0: You must have thought about their origin story at some
2: point. I hadn't figured that out, but it makes sense.
0: So you're adding that into your novel? Yeah. So, what is their purpose? Do they hang around creeping people out, or, or are they benevolent in some way?
2: They kill people. They prey on humans. Hang on, hang
0: on. How has no one noticed them killing people if they've been around for so long?
2: Well, for a start, they're clever. They choose their victims carefully, make sure no one's around when they make the kill. More often than not, they manage to assume places of power in the community too, so they can manipulate situations to their own advantage.
0: Places of power. Like politicians? Yeah. Cops? I guess. How come no one realizes they're monsters if they're just mingling in public like that?
2: No one can see their true form. Except maybe... A chosen few.
0: Ah. Like the hero of the story?
2: Yeah. Just the hero.
0: And why is that?
2: That part... That part I haven't figured out yet.
0: Oh, is this going to be one of those twist endings where it turns out the guy was just crazy the whole time?
2: No, it's real.
0: Good, because I hate
2: those. Me too.
0: What does the hero see when he looks at them?
2: Black eyes, scaly skin. But it's underneath the surface, like their human skin is just an outer layer. Then when they're about to feed, that outer layer becomes transparent and the hero can see what's underneath.
0: That's the only time they show themselves?
2: Yeah, the hero can only see them when they enter bloodlust, when they're moving in for a kill. The rest of the time, he's blind to them like everyone else.
0: Okay, I think I get it.
2: And when they're in bloodlust, there's a smell, too. Like... the scent of something burning in the air. That's usually the first sign they're near. (laughs) Wait, why? why do they
0: create a smell?
2: It's just what they do.
0: Yeah, you should build some lore about that. Come up with a reason.
2: I'm working on it.
0: Okay. Uh, what else about them? What do they do to their victims?
2: They eat them. Humans are their only source of food.
0: Gross. And it's probably something awful. Like, they eat human hearts once every full moon?
2: They consume the victim. Every inch of flesh, every drop of blood, every last morsel
0: what even the bones
2: that's what it says in the hidden world and it fits into my story pretty well the victims always vanish without a trace
0: um how 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 do they eat the bones it doesn't say yeah maybe you should change that M- make it so they only drink blood or something make it more plausible
2: wish I could but that one is set in stone
0: okay it's your story I guess Um, so, are these things just running around everywhere?
2: The population is small, mainly so that the shadows can keep from drawing too much attention to themselves. If too many people go missing, that would raise a lot of questions. Do they live in groups? Do they reproduce? Apparently they're territorial and don't mix with others of their kind. The book says there's typically no more than one per village. (laughs) Village. I guess it's an old book. Who wrote it? There's no attribution. I have no idea where or when it was printed. Or by who.
0: Well, that's a shame. Yeah. But it sounds like it's given you lots of ideas, at least.
2: Sure. I feel like I'm... more equipped to deal with everything now. Oh, and there's one other thing, and this one's important. They can manipulate light. In what way? Snuff flames, shut off electricity... So when things get dark, that's when they come for you. That's when...
0: What the hell?
2: Who killed the lights? Is this a joke?
0: Daniel? Are you fucking with me?
2: No, of course not.
0: What's that? I heard something.
2: Shh, quiet.
0: Ah! Mr. Simpkins, are you okay?
3: Help me up, will you? What happened? Uh, uh, Damn toaster tripped the circuit breaker again.
2: Here, let me Uh, help you.
3: Good, good. That's the way. Thank you. Uh, It's lucky I didn't break my damn neck wandering down here in the dark. You should be more careful. Yeah, go and flick that breaker for me, will you, son? You'll have to reach up a bit for it. Over there on the wall, watch your step! You got it. Ha! thank you. Let there be light.
2: Everyone okay?
3: Ah, I really should get more natural light down here. It's so dingy. The mold's terrible for the books, too, but I can't be bothered trying to move all this stuff to a new place.
2: Maybe you should throw out that toaster.
3: Huh, well, I can't do that. Why not? Well, it makes damn good toast! <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Mr. Simpkins, you said that you might have more books on the occult somewhere. Did you end up finding them?
3: Did I say that? Oh, it's possible, I suppose. Maybe back at my place. I happen to keep a few volumes in storage. I can't fit everything on the shelves here. Is
0: there a chance you could take a look?
3: I've got some errands to run this afternoon, but tomorrow I could probably sort something out. Maybe the two of you would like to come over. Oh, darn my toast. Excuse me for a minute.
0: What'd you think? Would you like to check it out?
2: It's okay. I'm leaving this afternoon, most likely.
0: Leaving town? Yeah. Why?
2: I've got business further east.
0: But your motorcycle is still at Sandy's.
2: There are other ways of leaving.
0: You just... abandon your ride? What's the rush?
2: Look, Amber. Maybe you hadn't noticed, but no one likes us in this town. Either of us. They want us out of here. So what? So let's go. Both of us. Today. You want me to come with you? Why not? Let's pack up our shit, get in your car, and- Oh,
0: I get it. You just want me along because you need a set of wheels,
2: is that it? Of course not.
0: Why the hell would I want to leave anyway? You think I'd just give up on my sister so I can take a goddamn joyride with you? Amber, I I didn't mean it like that. God, have you even listened to a single word I've said this whole time?
3: Is everything all right back here?
0: fine mr simpkins sorry for the noise
3: this isn't about our friend sheriff barnes is it
2: what about him
3: i heard there was a confrontation at the diner last night word travels fast around here it was nothing just a chat <laughs> don't be intimidated by the good sheriff he comes on strong with newcomers that's just his style he's a good man <laughs>
0: Are we talking about the same guy? Have you met him?
3: Well, of course. I was a deputy myself, right here in Colton. You were in the force? A long time ago, sure. I never worked alongside Barnes. As it turns out, I retired before he set foot in Colton. But I keep in touch with the law, even to this day. Know him and the deputies pretty well, in fact.
2: I'm sure they're all smiles and sunshine where the locals are concerned. But for us outsiders, it's a different story.
3: Uh, give it time. They'll
2: come round. Afraid I don't have that luxury.
3: Hmm, What's that?
0: Daniel might be leaving town sooner rather than later.
3: Well, make sure you return your books before you go.
0: There's only one, and it's checked out under my name.
3: I'll make sure you get it.
2: Is there anything else you can tell me about the book, Mr. Simpkins? El Mundo Oculto. Who wrote it?
3: (laughs) I don't pretend to know the background on every single book on these shelves. Could we look it up somehow? I'm not the one who was the expert on all of these strange devil books. You're looking for a man by the name of John Fraser. Who's he? Oh, just a local who developed a fascination with all things macabre. He asked me to bring in all kinds of books on the occult and whatnot. Had his own private collection, too, some of which he ended up donating to the library when he left. Come to think of it, that might be where that book of yours originated. He left? Where is he now? He's up on the mountain, actually. Decided to move out of Colton and build a log cabin in the wilderness. So the story goes. Can't say I've seen it myself, but I know it's on the ridge to the north.
2: Could you tell us how to get there?
3: I suppose, but are you sure you want to tussle with old John? Between the three of us, he's a little bit loopy.
2: I'd just like to ask him what he knows about the book.
3: Well, fair enough, I suppose. And besides, it looks like a nice day for a walk.
0: Okay, there. Need a rest?
2: I'm fine. Just didn't think the walk would be this long.
0: Well, Simpkins did tell us it would be a half-hour walk from the road.
2: I guess I didn't expect this trail to be as steep as it is.
0: Is your leg bothering you? My leg? Yeah, when the lights came on at the library you were stretching up to the panel and I saw something on your calf.
2: Oh, that. That's an old war wound.
0: It looked like it was weeping.
2: It always does that.
0: It always weeps? God, Daniel, that's not healthy. You should see a doctor.
2: I don't trust doctors.
0: Yep. Guess I should have seen that coming.
2: Wait a second. Look at this. What? On this tree, scratched in the bark.
0: Five-pointed star inside a circle.
2: I'd say that means we're on the right track. Come on.
0: What do you think we're going to find up here?
2: Honestly, I don't know. Probably not a whole lot.
0: I'm not even sure this Frasier guy is even up here. No one in town has mentioned him at all.
2: He's here, I'm sure of it. And we should be prepared for anything. If this guy really did move into the wilderness to be on his own, there had to be a good reason for that. He might not take kindly to strangers appearing on his doorstep.
0: In that case, it's a good thing I brought this.
2: You've got a handgun? Amber, what the hell- (laughs) Relax,
0: it's just a twenty-two.
2: Where did that come from?
0: This? (laughs) I've had it for years. When I was a kid, there were a bunch of robberies in my neighborhood, so Dad insisted we learn how to protect ourselves. We went to the firing ranges a lot, learned how to handle a piece. Dad was the one who told me to take those judo classes, too. He's always looking out for us.
2: Did Jenny have a... a piece?
0: No. She could handle a gun, but didn't like being around them too much. I wonder if things would have turned out differently if she...
2: (sighs) You can put it away now.
0: Hey, at least I'll be able to take care of your shadows if we run across one.
2: Guns don't kill shadows.
0: I didn't read that in the translations.
2: That's one of my own contributions. Learned it the hard way. What? Sorry, just rambling.
0: So, how is the hero going to kill them at the end of the story?
2: I'd love to have an answer for that.
0: Daniel, it's probably not a good idea to paint yourself into a corner with this lore stuff. You're just going to make things harder for yourself.
2: Look! There, through the trees.
0: Is that the place?
2: It has to be, although it barely qualifies as a cabin.
0: Looks like it's falling apart.
2: See that? There are symbols all over the place, hanging from the trees.
0: That one, on the door. I recognize that. Um, I saw it in the book. In the symbol for brimstone, I think. Brimstone? Something to do with fire and hell.
2: And there, the circle and the cross.
0: That's the sun cross.
2: What the hell is going on here?
0: Oh, this place gives me the goddamn creeps.
2: Well, we're not turning back now.
0: No. I guess not. Come on. No answer.
2: I don't hear anyone inside, either.
0: I think this place is abandoned.
2: Should we... just... go in?
0: Just... try knocking one more time. Harder?
1: There's nothing worth stealing in there if that's what you came for.
0: God damn it.
1: We're not here to take anything. You lost?
0: Are you John Fraser? I am. We came to talk to you, Mr. Frazier.
1: Now, why would you want to do that? We have some questions. Mind if I put this kindling down first? Uh, sure.
0: My name's Amber, and this is Daniel.
1: I don't care too much who you are or where you're from. Just say what you have to and be on your way. We wanted to ask you some questions about a book. Uh, this one. The Hidden World.
2: What about it? Do you know it? I've
1: seen it. Did you request it at the library? Is it yours? I don't remember exactly. Went through a lot of books just like it back in the day. Really? Could you show us? I don't have them anymore. Don't have anything, as a matter of fact. I left it all behind.
0: All of what?
1: My worldly possessions. I had no choice. It was all tainted. Tainted. I don't have any books. If that's what you came here to ask, talk to the old man at the library. Uh, Simpkins. He'd know where they are, assuming he's not dead and buried by now. Simpkins told us you were into this stuff, the occult. I wasn't into anything. I was just doing what I had to, to survive
0: survive what
1: there's something dark in that town down there something evil and not just there it's everywhere like a plague across the whole land
2: are you talking about the shadows shadows night devils
1: i don't know any shadows or night devils but you must have seen them I didn't see nothing, but I felt it. Oh boy, did I ever. Felt it, how? It's hard to describe. Sometimes hairs on the back of my neck would stand on end for no reason at all. Other times I'd feel a cold breeze blow through on a hot summer day. And I could sense something watching me, always watching. All I knew was I had to get myself out of there. I had to put some distance between me and it. Shroud myself with runes of protection.
2: But you must have seen something. Daniel, we should stop. He knows something.
0: You're interrogating him about things that aren't real. They're just just part of legends in a book, part of a novel you're writing.
2: He thinks they're real.
0: That's because he's delusional and this is cruel.
2: You're overreacting.
0: He's a sick man who needs professional help, not someone who's going to stand here and reinforce his fantasies. You're just making things worse for him.
2: Amber, come on.
0: No. I'm done.
1: You look like her, you know. What did you say? Yeah. Just like her.
0: Who? Who is her?
1: The girl in the mist. What's he talking about?
0: Mr. Frazier? Are you talking about my sister Jenny? Have you seen her?
1: I don't know any Jenny. Just know the girl in the mist.
0: Um, I-, I have a photograph somewhere. I... Here. This. This girl. Is this her?
1: Huh. girl in the mist.
0: Oh my god. Oh my god. Have you seen her? Wh- where is she? Is she okay?
1: Wouldn't know. Only saw her the one time. When? Must be weeks ago now. Four, five, maybe even six weeks. I don't keep track of time so well anymore.
0: <sighs> oh, god damn it.
1: What do you mean by the mist? Well, I was out gathering berries that morning. Had to go a long way to the west to find any. Further than I'd normally like. Anyway, a fog had rolled in the night before and covered the mountain like soup. I heard a noise on the trail not far away. Two people walking. That's when I saw her.
0: Jenny, w- was she okay? Who was she with?
1: She seemed fine to me. Happy, smiling. Heading just about due north along the trail, I'd say.
0: Mr. Frazier, who was she with?
1: Couldn't tell you for sure. They were too far away to hear voices, and her companion was wearing a hood.
0: Were they short, tall, man, woman?
1: All I can tell you is this. That companion had a jacket. And I saw the letters PD on there. Clear as day.
0: PD? But that's...
1: And I'll tell you one other thing, too. That companion... It had the darkness in it. That much I'll guarantee...
4: The Road of Shadows is created by Mark R. Healy. If you're looking to dig deeper into the show, I have good news for you. Over at Patreon, we're already dissecting the mysteries of Colton through exclusive character dossiers and concept art. Learn more about the characters and the lore, and get a head start on the story by hearing episodes a week early, ad-free. All of that and more is available now at patreon.com slash dark. Check out more of my podcasts at TheRoadOfShadows.com. The Road of Shadows, Season One, stars Hamish Plagimas, Marta de Silva, Rhiannon Marshall, Jimmy Yamaguchi, Trent Trachtenberg, Madeline Norton, Andres Echeverry, John Carver, Jay Silver, Ryan Page, Jason Cryer, Gavarock, Isabella Tugman, Duron Bacat, Ryan Geiser, and Diana Helen Kennedy. The Road of Shadows is a Beyond the Dark production.
0: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: Now playing from Voyage Media.
3: A naked woman picked up the recently decapitated head of a goat that had been sitting in a large silver-colored bowl. She held the goat's head high above hers, its dull black eyes staring emptily as she threw her black hair and allowed the blood to trickle down the front of her body. When the lights go down, What
1: stories really stick with you? Presenting Fever Dreams, an anthology of dark genre stories, horror, crime, sci fi. My eyes settled on a crystal piece, the only thing hanging on any of the walls, a man's face set inside a raging sun. The eyes started to glow. Now playing from Voyage Media. In association with Seven Lamb Productions. Creators of the hit audio drama Tower 4. A new descent into darkness in every episode. Season 1 of Fever Dreams, a pulp collection. Available anywhere you listen to podcasts.